0: Neal Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware Dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now,
1: here's Neal. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. And uh, welcome to our second hour, sponsored by Ace. Go into Ace and let them know you, uh, you appreciate their sponsorship here. Please do that. That means so much. And, uh, you know, if you're thinking about going into one of the gigantic stores, odds are quite good that you'll get it at the same price and get a whole lot better service if you go into Ace. Stop out front, walk right in, they'll greet you. Ace is the place with the friendly hardware people. That's my own little uh, twist on it. Uh, Welcome back. Phone number is, let me see, we have an open line. Eight 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 seven eight seven klif 888-787-5543. And uh, I'm going to finish up the call that I was on uh, when we ran uh, up against the news because I had not provided much of an answer at all to a Parker in Gainesville. Parker, are you still there? I'm here. Yeah, peach scab is what I was trying to come up with, and I had a mental lapse. Peach scab is what you have and uh i did not find anything under Aggie horticulture but the texan and plant disease handbook has everything you need about controlling peach scab and i'll let you uh, read up on it but the uh, controls that they are recommending are either daconil or a uh, captan either one of those and there are some others uh, and uh the uh directions are all in the uh, plantdiseasehandbook.tamu.edu. If you'll just uh, Google plant disease handbook uh, peach scab, it'll take you right to that page. But uh, you're going to need to start spraying a lot earlier than
2: this. Okay, plant disease handbook.
1: Yes. it's, it's okay. uh, Dr. Kevin Ong is, is my friend of many, many years, and uh, he uh, runs the Plant Pathology Texas Plant Disease Clinic at A&M. And this is in his domain, his jurisdiction, and okay. uh, it's a reference I use all the time. And I should have gone there instead, but uh, but no, because I had a mental breakdown, couldn't think of scab. That was the word I was trying to come up with. I guess if I'm gonna forget a word, scab is a good word to forget. But peach scab—that's <laughs> what you got. All right, so. thank you, sir. Thanks for the call very much. All right. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. Mueller is the great company. I am so lucky to have Mueller as a sponsor. Maybe it's not luck. Maybe we're just supposed to be together because I think I can do them some good things. And I love getting to talk about them because they mean so much to Texas, so much to America. There's a lot of talk these days about made in America, but I'm going to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years. That's Mueller Metal Roofing. Mueller Steel Buildings, made right here in the good old USA by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it is a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA and with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. Have you seen one of those branches? They're huge. They have They have everything right there to show you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. You can go to Mueller Metal Roofing and Steel Buildings and know that you're getting 90 years of making customers' dreams come true. When a business has been around for 90 years, you know they're doing things right. Visit MuellerInc.com. Good time to tell you how to spell Mueller. M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's the number, too 877 877- That's Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com.
3: Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Dee, very, very much. And we have a couple of lines open now. If you'd like to occupy, you can only have one, can't occupy two. Uh, We have two available. And that number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Please call right now, won't you? 888-787-5543. Bob and Colleen, this is Neil. Good
4: afternoon. Hello, Neil, great to talk to you. Love your show and your book. Thank you so much. I'm calling because we have purchased a weekend place that we're gonna be going to every other weekend up near uh Oakwood, which is between Buffalo and Palestine, and it's sandy soil up there. And we've already experienced uh the fact that the Bahia grass that's growing on our uh partially cleared land, not cleared in the, like a pasture but with scattered trees. Mm-hmm. Um that that grass it grows the long stalks and becomes impossible to mow, yeah. and I'm worried over the summer that only being there every two weeks is barely enough to keep it down. And if it happens to rain one weekend and we're up there, it's going to be four weeks. Uh, I, I'm thinking about either replacing the grass or trying to control it. Any recommendation how to solve this issue? Is uh, is it primarily bahia now?
1: Is it a pasture that was bahia?
4: I. It was all treed. I don't know if bahia was was planted, if it even needs to be, or if it's natural. But it, well, you know, bahia it, it was, was the brought in as stuff. a forage grass. It was brought
1: in and intentionally introduced, and it was not a good plan. <laughs> if you yeah. if you look online for bahia grass, you just and I always uh, the first word I'll always put in a search is university because I want to get away from just blogs and, and gossip, and if yeah. you just enter the word Bahia, and for other people who don't know this grass, it's B-A-H-I-A, um, and you put university ahead of that, you will find an equal amount or maybe even more that lean toward how to cultivate Bahia as a, as a forage grass, a pasture grass. In other words, saying, hey, hip, hip, hooray for Bahia. And then you'll find the others of us over on the other side of that teeter-totter saying, holy cow, this is awful. How do I get rid of Bahia grass? And it's hard to find <laughs> that information. Uh, you know that a glyphosate, the original Roundup, will kill it. It's it's a grass killer. And so you know you can get rid of it. But you're also going to kill the other grasses that are around. And uh, so, and but that's a I'd glyphosate. Rather not
4: invest, in, pardon. I'd rather not invest a month's pay into... Uh, Putting down st augustine sod or something like that i just don't well, know how big, how big an area are you
1: talking about how big an area?
4: Probably about seven acres well you make more per month than i
1: do <laughs> that would be a lot <laughs> yeah. um, all right and how much shade is in the shadiest part of well obviously under a tree you'd have a lot but is is it prime would you yeah. call it a shaded seven acres or light
4: shade I, or? the in front of the house, I'd say it's light shade with scattered trees. Behind the house, it's fairly dense shade. It's still, okay. all the underbrush is cleared, and I'm clearing out the remainder of the, uh, yopon, trying to get rid of all that as well. But it's, it's all walkable, and it looks like grass, but it's all shaded.
1: Well, remember that yopon is a, is a, a nice plant, and you may want some of that yopon just as greenery around the trees. It looks right. It's, uh, natural in that area. And before you take all of it out, uh, take that that's the worst and the rain, uh, rangiest, mangiest looking, and, and and don't take it all out yet. Yeah, just a thought. Um, that maybe okay. maybe you maybe you need to for some reason. But anyway, to to your question, uh, we have eleven acres where we live, and it's a pecan forest with a couple of acres that are full sun. Uh, I put Bermuda in the full sun, and then in the other areas where I had enough light, I I planted St. Augustine. And over the years, we've been in our home 44 years, over the years, the pecans got bigger and and shaded out the St. Augustine. And so little by little, I've gone to ground covers. And by doing it that way and by growing Mondo grass as my primary ground cover, I was able to propagate my own. And so I didn't go bankrupt in the process, but I probably have an acre, acre and a half of Mondo grass that i I paid, I think $1,500 to start with and took really good care of that planting and then I've been able to just uh, strip pieces out of it ever since and I can plant another 1,000, 2,000 square feet every year and not, not even notice that I've taken it. So that may be something you could think of, but anyway, I'm, I'm way off track. Um, <laughs> as far as, as far as the Bahia is concerned, there is no herbicide that will selectively kill it without killing the other grasses. Uh, mowing is your best bet to keep the seed heads down. Um, and and you will find some things online that will, will give you some control suggestions. Close mowing is a help. Uh, you could spot treat with the glyphosate-only weed killer into the crowns of Bahia and kill it out with a pump sprayer. That might might work in some areas. Um I, I don't have a good answer. There isn't a really dependable answer for bahia grass. It's, it's just tough to kill one or grass the, and another grass.
4: The Bermuda sounds like a good slowest. Uh, suggestion for the front yard, as far as the shaded areas, uh, may go with the Mondo. A centipede or something like that wouldn't do better, would it?
1: Well, it uh, it won't do better than Mondo grass, It, it and it won't do better no. than St. Augustine. A lot of people like centipede because it's a lower maintenance uh, but it also, I, I, now mind you, I've never lived where I could grow centipede, so I don't have a right to vote on it. Um, it, it will need more sunlight than St. Augustine. I'm, I'm really, I'm really answering without benefit of knowing exactly what your conditions are. It depends on how shady it is. It depends on, uh, are you going to be, are you going to be living there by the time you start planting St. Augustine and centipede and other things?
5: probably
4: probably not it's going to be a couple of years before we start living there well uh i'd wait until
1: you live there to start planting some of these grasses because uh because they need water they're going to need water uh, every four or five days that sandy soil is not going to hold any moisture i, I think you're being premature and you are going to waste a, a month's salary just watching your plants die when you <laughs> get up there after two weeks Good suggestion that is beautiful right. country i i saw a piece of property in buffalo that i was ready to buy and we didn't i couldn't afford it anyway but it was just a beautiful piece of terrain so anyway i admire you that's good well i hope i helped well, we i'm not it, sure everybody. i helped you at all but I, I hope i offered something
4: well there's some good suggestions and uh i think we'll stick with the Bahia and try and keep it mowed i'm just well i think you can again. look on
1: look online for control uh, uh thing you don't want it as a lawn grass and and when you get ready to control it i think yeah when you get ready to control it i think there is hope it's just going to, you're going to need to be there and be diligent about it thank you for the call good question Bad answer <laughs> all right folks out and we take a break we'll come back we have rodney and garland we could have you if you just call need to have you punch in that number 888-787-KLIF 888-787-5543 my uh, book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's a uh, a work of a lifetime in terms of, uh, it took me a lifetime to learn what I put in the book. I decided I wanted to self-publish it because I did not want to have to work through committees in a publishing house. I've done four other books and, and I've had to do that, where you work with a committee and they say, well, that's going to cost you much to do this, it's going to be, oh no, I, I heard all of that I wanted to hear. I thought, you know what? just going to bypass the publisher, I'm going to bypass the distributor and the retailers. I just want to sell this directly myself, I'll be responsible, I'll hire the graphic designer and the editor uh, of my choice because I know two ladies who are the best I've ever worked with and, and so the three of us put the book together and when I sell them they come right out of my garage, I sign them, I, I moved stuff in the garage uh, yesterday to make room for the shipment when it comes in. Uh, so that I can sign, put the fan on me, and start signing. And, uh, and, and I will look forward to that very, very much. We're in the fifth printing of the book right now. And uh, it is delayed by another week because of some illnesses on the press crew, not COVID. And uh, they're all back and, and functioning just perfectly. Had two of their top people uh, go down ill, and they're back. I got a call from the president of the company saying, Neil, we're going to be a week later. And I said, that's not what I want to hear from you. And, and I said, can you please work weekends? Can you please work uh, double crew something? And so they're trying. Anyway, it's going to be two or three weeks from this time. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, 11 chapters. It may be the only gardening reference you'll need for the whole state of Texas, written for every county in Texas. It will be 36.95. Plus tax and postage, you can get it for thirty-one ninety-five until I take delivery. And once I take delivery, the price will go up, and it will never come back to thirty-one ninety-five again. So, if you want that uh, on the presses special—that's what I'm calling it—you uh, will order now. And there are two ways you can do it. The the better way is from my website. So you do it right now and have it. Uh, uh, have it made so you don't forget, and also so you get in line, because I'm going to sign them and and mail them in the order in which they are uh, bought. I sign every copy before we... Put them in boxes and send them out of the garage and to the post office. I take them to the post office. This is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores, not on Amazon. Available directly from my website or from my office. The website is neilsperry.com N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. And the office phone number Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way is at neilsperry.com.
3: Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com that's L-E-N-T-Z All
1: right, let's talk about Baylor Scott & White right now. This is a, uh, this is a facility, a, a medical group of facilities that is just awesome. And uh, I'll say the same thing I did last week that they have meant so much to our family over the years since they, the first first exposure experience that we had was when they saved our daughter's life in 2005 from the flesh eating bacterium. And we had another uh, situation within our family uh, 10 days ago, 12 days ago where they performed a near miracle, uh, just a wonderful thing. Uh, It was expected. It was not a, not a sudden thing like the other one had been, but uh, again, our family has been touched by the Baylor Scott and White Health Care System, and uh, that member of our family chooses not to have it identified right now, but, but I've got to tell you, these are wonderful doctors and nurses and professional staff at Baylor Scott and White Health. I'll tell you sometime. It's where prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on the treatment plan, and everyone is always on the same team. It's your team. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe being better is a way of life, and that begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott & White work tirelessly to make health care work better, ensuring we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor, Scott & White say better is who we are. It's who we've always been and always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. And it's how we create health care experiences that inspire a life well lived, because that's what being better is all about. Baylor, Scott & White Health, changing health care for the better. You can learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. I'm Mark Siri from Mr. CZ's Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark. Let's go back to the phones. we we'll go to Rodney and Garland, as promised. Rodney, mm. it's Neil. Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon. Thanks for taking this call. Yes, sir. And my question is, can I use, should I use, ought I use, a kuba, not the gold dust, but one of the green ones. It's perhaps a little smaller form to replace fringe flower in a very shady bed. It's like double canopy. It's almost no sun at all. Right. The fringe flower just it wasn't making it before the freeze, so it's over.
1: <laughs> you sound like me. I have fringe flower on my never again Neil list. It's on there with, uh, with several other stalwart losers at, at our house. Gardenias, I, I just they've frozen every time I've tried them. And the bald cypress turns yellow every time I've tried it. And I'm, I'm just done with these things. And the fringe flower has done that to me also. It, it lasts a few years, and then it, it won't make it. Um, I think the uh, dwarf akuba would be a possibility. Have you looked, and, and I'm sure you've thought about some of the dwarf hollies,
3: well, we have Little Rascal in this bed. It's not for a hedge, but just, if you will, a, a specimen plant to blend in with the others. I've got pittosporum in front, uh, quite a bit of ajuga along the edge. You You've know,
1: got pittosporum, and it made it through the cold?
3: It's mojo. It came through with flying colors. It,
1: did you have it covered? Did you have it covered? No.
3: Oh, no. If it, if it can't take it, it ain't going to make it. <laughs> no, no problem. No problem there. Now, I do co- I did cover it when it was new the first winter
2: because
3: yeah. I put it in late.
1: Well, I, I, I got to tell you that <laughs> I, I guess people don't post on my Facebook page to tell me, hey, all my plants lived. Very often, but they surely do post to say, uh, "Hey, all my plants died," uh, and and pittosporum have been
3: uh,
1: top of that I, I list. Lost
3: very li- very little. The things I lost were marginal here
2: anyway. And they were well, and I and I understand
1: pitosporum. that. And pittosporum is is even beyond marginal here. It's it's it doesn't even move up that high on the list. Anyway, I'm not going to.
3: It was on I'm the gonna... side of the
1: house. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about that right now. You didn't ask for that opinion, but uh, I think I think your uh, dwarf akuba is a good possibility, and there are a few other good dwarf plants, but that's that's a very pretty one and rarely gets discussed.
3: Yeah, well, we have it. We have gold dust on the patio. Yeah, in a corner that where the sun. Side where it got morning sun. Yeah, and it, it got toasted
1: yeah my gold dust came through fine it, it it looked a little wilted and I was afraid I was going to lose it, but it's bouncing back right now um, I, I think I'm fine with that. Have you looked at the one called sulfur that has more yellow to it and and it stays shorter? I
3: haven't, but I don't want the yellow I don't need the yellow color.
1: All right that's fine I'm I'm good with what purple, you had. You
3: know, the purple of the fringe flower was ideal for the color coordination, but... Okay, you know, well, I'm, I'm good with what yes, you
1: suggested. Yes. Yeah, how else can I help you? Okay,
3: well, just a question, and I brought this up with the manager of one of your sponsors. How far south would we have to go right now to find a living uh, mountain laurel?
1: Well, I've, I've had people post in uh, on Facebook in the Metroplex, whose uh, mountain laurels are leafing back out again?
3: Well, that's great. Taking your advice in 'O three, I planted one. It got wiped before I could even get through the second winter. It got wiped out by a bulldozer. Mm. Also, also known as a, an addition to the house for my wife's parents. Okay. That, that whole that whole flower bed planting and everything got right. Uh, submit it over so i so and i never tried it again just didn't have a place for it but I, someday i
2: may well me, i've i've a, lived
1: a i've again. lived in the metroplex. yeah i'm running out of time here i've got a feature i need to get in but uh, 50 years we've lived uh, my wife and i our family in in the dfw area and and i have seen mount laurels freeze uh, probably i know two times maybe three times and and be gone I'm surprised that any of them came back after this uh, cold spell, as, as severe as it was. Uh, I've always watched with a great deal of interest because my dad did a lot of research on mountain laurels for Texas A&M. It's a plant that's poisonous to livestock, and so I, uh, I was uh, uh, always interested in it. But anyway, I'd, I, I think you'll find it. It's not hard to find. If you're talking about oh, finding one to find buy one, I, I think you'll find it in nurseries. You
3: know, I know where to find it. It's just a matter of, you know. Yeah having a little
1: more confidence and now i do thank yeah. you very much for that you bet well i appreciate your call rodney have a great day thank Bye-bye. you sir all right lynn in fort worth i'll come to you right after this uh this uh, feature and charles and garland also i'll try to help both of you ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks had several people in the last few days say hey that's the place i can go in and i'll be greeted i'll be helped i don't have all the hassle you heard somebody make that uh, comment last hour. I don't have the hassle when I go in Ace. I can get help right away. It's easier, and that is. It's all about convenience. They have the products you need, and they have the knowledge you need. They have specialists in each one of the fields. Uh, hardware stores should have, for example, paints and plumbing and and housewares and uh, electrical. And gardening. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer to find a great deal on Miracle Grow Garden Soil for eight forty nine. Save two dollars with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only six forty nine. There is a limit of 60 six zero bags. That's a lot of bags. Lot of uh, miracle grow garden soil. Grow a bountiful harvest with miracle grow garden soil, vegetables and herbs enriched with a blend of compost plant food and other essential nutrients it will feed plants for up to three months ready to grow big beautiful in-ground flowers trust miracle grow garden soil flowers it's enriched with continuous release plant food this soil will feed for up to three months meanwhile Moisture control technology protects plants against over and under watering. It increases blooms and vegetable harvests versus unfed plants. It's for in-ground use only. That's Miracle Grow, and it's Miracle Grow garden soil for eight forty-nine. Save two dollars with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only six forty-nine. Limit of sixty at Ace. Ace is the place. With the helpful hardware folks. It's a non-stop news cycle. Latest mass shooting.
2: Eight people pronounced deceased here at the scene. The
1: largest border crisis that we've had in decades. And neither the president nor his borders are, the vice president, has been down at the border to see exactly what has gone on. They've caused this massive disaster. And when it concerns responding to it, they're completely AWOL.
3: Full
0: coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570, KLIF. KLIF.com. Neal Sperry's
1: eGardens is my free, free, did he say free? Electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer to your email every Thursday, just a little after 6. I get mine at 6.04 every Thursday. We have about 73,000 people It is distribu- who get eGardens each week. Uh, it is distributed via Constant Contact. And uh, I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. And we're certainly not going to spam you with anything. You'll never get a message from me saying, hey, because you subscribed to Neil Spray's eGardens, I thought you'd like to see this message. It's not going to come from me. We don't do that. So you don't have to worry about that. What you will get is one newsletter a week, and it will give you five stories each week. One of the stories will be a featured plant for that week, something that is really timely. One of the stories will always be a featured question of the week, something I've been and ask repeatedly. And another will be gardening this weekend where I point out the 10 or 12 things that are most critical for you to get done on that weekend. And then there will be one or two other uh, uh, questions or comments or things I'm doing in our landscape, whatever it is. That's Sperry's e-gardens. You sign up for it at my website at neilsperry.com. You can also see the most recent issue there at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L, s-p-e-r-r-y dot com click on the eGardens tab it's time now for a little bitty garden tip I think you'll find it useful This weekend here, we're answering some of the most asked questions that I get, and here is the number one all-time most asked question in regards to trees. Neil, what's a good fast-growing shade tree? Well, the terms are mutually exclusive. Fast growth is a terrible criterion on which to select your shade tree purchase. You don't buy a new car simply because it goes fast. You shouldn't use speed as your dictating factor in tree selection either. Fast-growing trees are weak wooded They're subject to insect and disease invasion, and they're notoriously short-lived. The truth is, moderate growers like red oaks, live oaks, burr oaks, chinkapin oaks, and in East Texas, water oaks, and willow oaks will grow probably two-thirds as quickly as the fast trees, but they'll live decades or centuries longer. Cedar elm is good, pecans are good, and also Chinese pistachio in north-central Texas. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Spring is a time when most people who are going to have roof problems discover I have roof problems. When we discovered it, it was three years ago, right about now, that Wortham Brothers was replacing our roof because we discovered we had roof problems. They'll come out and do a free home inspection for you if you think you might have had um, hail damage, wind damage, anything like that. You know, you may know when you have wind damage, you find half your shingles in the backyard, but you don't always know when you have hail damage, especially if you weren't there when it happened. That was our case. Wortham Brothers can tell. They go up on the roof and they know what they're looking for. They also can tell if you just have a lot of wear and tear on the roof. If a lot of the uh, the, the little fine gravel, I don't know what the official term for that is, but if it has washed into the guttering and off uh, away from the roof. yeah, That means it's deteriorating. It means it's aged. It means it's maybe time to replace that roof. Roofs have life expectancies, especially here in the hot Southwest. Let Wortham Brothers come take a look. If you don't need any kind of help from them, they'll tell you that. They're not about drumming up work for themselves. They have plenty to go around anyway. They are the best. It's a second generation family business, the premier roofing contractor of North Texas it's in business since 1986. Wortham Brothers, W-O-R-T-H-A-M. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com Wortham Brothers Roofing Company 972-562-5788 The real news and information on COVID-19 and vaccination. The FEMA-run vaccination center at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington is no longer going to give out the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine at the top
5: and bottom of every hour. The
3: move comes after at least six people have experienced blood clots after receiving the shot.
5: 570-KLIF KLIF.com.
1: If you go to my website, that's where you'll find answers to my 1001 frequently asked questions. That's a lot of information. It's also where you'll find my latest book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. That is one of two places that you can buy the book. You either buy it from the website or you call my office. And uh, so I, I would suggest you do it from the website. That's the way to get it more quickly. That's at neilsperry.com. N e i l s p e r r y.com. Remember, the book's only thirty one ninety five plus tax and postage now while it's on uh, on the presses in San Antonio. The fifth printing of the book now on the presses, and it will become thirty six ninety five once I take delivery in just a couple of weeks. Sperry's. Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. It's also where you sign up for eGardens, my electronic newsletter. All that and so much more at neilsperry.com, neilsperry.com.
2: I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for your outdoor grilling needs, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil.
1: Thank you, Scott, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have a line open. If you'd like to call, it's 888. That means it's toll free. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Lynn is in Fort Worth. Lynn, this uh, good afternoon this afternoon. How can I help you?
2: Hi, Neil. Um, I have a long question. We have a, a new construction home in North Fort Worth. Uh, The lawn is Bermuda. The front back's doing okay, but the side yards get very little sun. So is it best to try to put in some St. Augustine or put some fescue seed or what do you recommend?
1: Well, fescue is planted in September. So if you're going to try fescue, you don't want to do it now. Um, It's a cool season grass and and so you would plant it uh, when you're going into the cool weather rather than coming out of the cool weather. Uh, If you want to try St. Augustine, this is the perfect time to uh, plant the sod either uh, late April or May. Um, just because it's still cool enough that it it won't dry out immediately. I I will warn you that both of those grasses need six hours of sunlight per day, five to six, but I'm now leaning more towards six uh, as my recommendation. We're talking about direct sunlight. If you have less than that, then you're wasting money to to buy uh, buy the sod and plant it. Uh, because it will not establish it 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 will uh, thin out and die out and within two months you'll be able to see the pieces of sod laying there on the uh, on the soil kind of like old pieces of rubber tire
2: well it does get some sun Uh, i'm not there enough to measure the exact amount so we're going to try just maybe just a little bit of st augustine and see if that works sure Uh, my other question is If we do the fescue in September, will it overtake the Bermuda out where it's more sunny or will it not live where it's more sunny?
1: Um, The word disaster kind of comes to my mind. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'd rather tell you that than have you find it out. You mow fescue at three inches. You mow Bermuda at an inch and a quarter to an inch and a half. So you have to adjust your, your mower every time you mow. You uh, you fescue is very green and vibrant during the winter time, and Bermuda is brown, so there is a two tone look immediately after you have the first freeze. Um, You and then in the summer, fescue turn can turn pretty brown in the summer, and Bermuda is just going crazy. It's loving the heat. Um, When you get fescue in Bermuda uh fescue is a bunch grass meaning it does not produce runners and so here you have this big tuft of a weed growing in your bermuda and they just are not compatible together you don't want them okay. in the same square foot
2: okay that answers my question and thank yeah. you so much i was a little harsh
1: to- on that yeah. wasn't i i, I was a no little... <laughs>
2: that, oh, i want that
1: <laughs> i you know I, I i want to say something to you and and uh if you don't do well, I would not use fescue, and, and for the reason of it is you have to overseed it every September to keep it thick, and it's a water hog. It takes a lot of water, and it just, it, it's harder to maintain it than it is St. Augustine. St. Augustine has issues. Fescue has a lot of issues. You don't see a lot of great fescue lawns in north texas you're welcome to try it and it's a cheap try if you try it in september and it doesn't work you haven't lost a lot of money compared to saint augustine sod because you're planting seed But uh, you may get to a point where you say, you know what, I'm not going to plant any more sod. I'm going to go to a ground cover. It's the same discussion I've had a couple times already in this program. So I won't go back through it, but those shade tolerant ground covers can look awfully pretty, especially in the side yard where maybe it's not the primest of prime real estate. You just need something that will hold soil and look very presentable and boy, ground covers do that. They're wonderful.
2: Yeah, I've heard your uh, discussions on ground cover. I just want to try for grass, and if that Absolutely. doesn't work, maybe in a year or two, we'll go for the ground
1: cover. I'm with you. I may, It makes all the sense. Good luck with it. Have fun with that oh, new house. You. Take care. Okay. All right, let's see. Let's go to Charles in Garland. Charles, this is Neil. Good afternoon.
2: Uh, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, uh, sir. Hey, with the freeze and everything, I was wondering about the uh, – the chemicals, the 2,4-D, uh, malathion, so forth, are they ruined through this freeze? And
1: They, they were malathion? out in the freeze? Yes, sir. Um, I would not want to use them. You don't know what they are at this point. I think if you look at the label, it will tell you uh, do not expose to freezing weather.
2: Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was afraid of that answer, but... Uh, yeah okay and my butterfly bush
1: is it yeah and, and, and Charles, hang on one other one other second I'll come back to your butterfly bush the uh when you dispose of those it's very important that you find a uh, hazardous waste disposal date and take them to the fire station or take them to the whatever transfer station whatever it is
2: right. yeah, don't whatever you do water. don't pour
1: them down the drain yes sir, I'll
2: do that okay thank you
1: now, fire uh, whatever it was fire bush. Butter, where, no,
2: butterfly bush. Butterfly yeah. bush. Okay. Yes, sir. I didn't it's gone? You think?
1: Uh, butterfly bush. Tell me what you have. This is budlea,
2: I think so. I think so, Neil. I just got it out of Callaway's, and frankly,
1: I don't know. It's winter hardy. If it's a budlea, it should be winter hardy. Butterfly oh, weed is Asclepius and that is winter hardy um, trying to think what else would be called butterfly something or other.
2: Well I'll just wait on it and see how it comes out and uh, yeah I'm a lot sure of our things are very
1: slow in coming out this year so um, right. I may be missing something very obvious, but uh, but I, I think I think I just sit tight for a little while longer.
2: Okie doke. Well, I sure appreciate it, Neil. Thanks a bunch, and I'll li- enjoy listening to the show.
1: I love doing it. Thank you, Charles, very, very much. Take care. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Dave Sagan Saginaw Dow. and uh, Dave, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. How can I help you?
5: Well, I have a, about a 100-foot uh, red oak in my front yard that is not
4: leafing out
5: correctly. I've got another one that's right next to it. It's... Uh, fully bloomed out. Um, I had an arborist come out and take a look at it, and he treated it with um, some kind of phosphorus formula, and uh, I haven't seen any real change in it. It is leafing a little bit along the trunk and the major limbs, but up top, it's not leafing out at all. Mm -hmm. I was wondering Um. if you had any ideas as it. Everything else seems to be bloomed out but this tree, and I'm wondering if it's uh, if, if you think there's any hope for it.
1: I absolutely do, Dave. Um, I talked a week ago, let's see, when I posted this on Facebook, I posted it on the 9th of April, so that would be, yeah, that was last Friday. Um, I talked to two arborists of the year for the state of Texas, and the two uh foresters for the texas forest service who serve dallas and tarrant counties and i asked them what are you seeing with all the live oaks and the schumard red oaks the live oaks that are still brown among uh, other live oaks that are just as green as grass and the schumard red oaks that are uh, either not leafing out yet or that are more likely leafing out here and over there they have spot baldness in them and all four of the the people said uh, we're seeing it everywhere that's what's happening this year and uh, that's what we're going to have to uh, get used to for a few more weeks don't do anything just be patient and so I have taken that that was kind of what I thought but I, I don't have the credentials that those four guys do and so I've been watching uh, Live Oaks and and Schumard Red Oaks for the last week since they told me that and oh my gosh they they are all leafing out. I, I mean, we're going to lose a few here or there of live oaks especially that were weak to start with. But one by one, in I live in McKinney, and as as uh, we've driven through McKinney this week, day after day, I've seen live oaks that are still brown as can be, but then when I look a little more closely, I see them leafing out with green leaves. And Schumard red oaks that had uh, a tuft of green here or over there Little by little, their branches are leafing back out again. We just have to be patient. And that's what the arborist said. Trees being woody as they are, and the bigger they are, the woodier they are, are just moving at their own rate. And so don't, don't panic yet. I don't think you need to have any more treating done or anything else. Just let the tree take care. It's, it's been through a lot through its many centuries and, or many years and, and, uh, red oaks have been around for centuries, for eons, and, and they've survived it. It'll be fine.
5: Okay, I appreciate that.
1: Thank you. You bet. Have a good day. That uh, post that I put on Facebook is now at 267,000 people reached. It really delivered a message to people. So anyway. All right, let me take a break. We have my pastor, Tommy Brummett, to talk about scissor-tail fly catchers coming up in just a moment. That's going to be fun. I really enjoy these as long as we can have Tommy. Um, my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, fifth printing on the presses. I hope right now as I'm saying this, I hope they're working an extra shift this afternoon because they're delayed by another four or five days. And so it's going to be still another two or three weeks until I get the copies. But I'm trying to light the fire under them just a little bit to get it to as fast as we can. I have continued on with the special of 31 instead of 36.95. Um... Nothing I can do about it. It's on the presses, and I can't yank it off and go somewhere else. So uh, um, uh, this is not about me, but I'm giving you the savings, and it's coming out of my pocket. That's all right. Uh, It's the lowest price I will ever be able to offer on the book, and it will never go back to $31.95 again. You're getting that price until I take delivery on the book. $31.95. And it'll be a signed copy. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, covering all aspects of outdoor gardening. And that would be lawns, landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetable gardening for the whole state of Texas, every county. I've sold 60,000 copies in the first four printings, and I always guarantee satisfaction or money back, and nobody has asked for a refund yet. I offer you the same promise, and if you decide, no, I don't want that, then I'll refund every penny you have invested. This book will not be in stores, and it will not be on Amazon. The other four printings have not been either. You get it only by calling my office or by going to my website. The website is the better way, and that is at Neil Sperry Dot .com com, but you can call my office Monday through Friday 9 to 5 800 752 grow 800 752 4769 don't delay get it ordered and don't forget that way you'll save $5 that's at neilsperry.com neil S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214 3 They are the best I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. Two one four three 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 zero zero
0: zero three. supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams
1: Thank you Stuby let me tell you right now about arborological services I thought I would be telling you about what they did for our trees yesterday when I spoke last week to you. But they couldn't come yesterday. It was raining, if you had noticed. So they're coming next week. I'll tell you then. Now, Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. The only people who have touched our trees for the last 20 or 25 years. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. They have college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on staff. Three of their people have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. They have a gentleman who has won the Texas State Tree climbing championship I think 11 times I'll ask he's going to be at our house this week or has been the last several times and I'll ask if if that's still a a working number they do everything from simple routine maintenance all the way to heroic saving of trees they do it all and they do it better than anybody else around they are spectacular that's Arborological Services 866 552 7267 on the web it's arborological.com facebook arborological services inc twitter at the tree experts but the phone number make note of this one 866-552-7267 arborological services
5: I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware
1: folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. Thank you. And uh, let's go back now to our phone lines because I have my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett, waiting right now. Tommy, good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing well, Neil. And you? It's a beautiful day. I love this cool weather. It's just oh, oh it, it got cool on us, didn't it? It, it was really cool <laughs> this morning. It sure was. And I want to I want to go ahead and mention our church services because there is a just a whole lot of opportunity at the First United Methodist Church of Downtown McKinney. This normally would have been a thirty or sixty second uh, uh, promo for my church, and so I'll let you do that.
5: Yes, so we are worshiping together. Uh, We're in-person inside, and you can find those services on our website uh, at 9 o'clock and 10.05. We're in-person outside at 11.10, and we are gathered uh, on the web, as we have been throughout this whole time, uh, live streaming uh, at 10.05 from the sanctuary, um, 11.10 from our uh, uh, Wellspring community, and Pastor Stacy at 10.30 from our Melissa church. How long till she opens the church? Uh, we think in just a couple of weeks. Uh, she's passed her fire inspection. I mean, all inspections are being done right now. She's just doing what she needs to do to get her certificate of occupancy, and we just think that's going to be in a week or two.
1: Right there on Highway 5 in Melissa. That's exciting. That's so exciting. Yes, it Tommy, is. <laughs> Tommy, tell, tell us about the scissor Tail Fly Catcher.
5: Those are so much fun to watch aren't they beautiful? i was I drove Eve out to see her uh, father out in East Texas, and we saw scissor tails on the telephone wires they are uh they are fly catchers they are beautiful acrobats to watch and uh and this was the first one I've seen of the season, so what that means is uh that our migrating birds are coming in and it's beautiful to see
1: Have they been down south yes. Yes. So that they're migrating back to the north. Do they stay here all summer?
5: They stay here all summer, and uh, and then they will head back down uh, in the fall uh, to, to, I don't know exactly where they go, Central, South America. Uh, but all of our birds fly up and down this central flyway, and it comes right
1: through the great state of Texas. Right through Tommy's yard.
5: Right through our yard. In <laughs> fact, I, somebody told me they saw a lazuli bunting which I've never I've never seen that in real life. And they said it was was flying through their yard uh, because all those birds come up this direction and if the wind blows just right or the weather system is just right, uh, you may find something that you've never seen before.
1: Well, and and the joy would be if you knew what you were looking at. That's the thing. So <laughs> often birds fly by and we just see motion. And we don't pay attention. Uh, people are that way when they drive down the street and look at a landscape. I say, Did you see that variegated Nandina? What's a Nandina? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I had no clue. And Did and you, I went you know, I went somewhere once, Tommy, with, with a group of four nurserymen to a evening meeting. There were five of us in the car and they were talking about who designed each landscape because of the plants that were in the landscapes. They knew the architects of each of those landscapes just by the signature plants. We both know uh, Elizabeth uh, uh, very, very well, Elizabeth Smith, and she has a signature plant, and that's the big uh, Chinese snowball plant that's in yes. bloom right down the street from our church right now yes it is and, and she uh-huh. uses that in every one of her landscapes i know it's elizabeth's landscape if it has that <laughs> anyway that's that's the way it is but she, the birds does are,
5: such a gr- she does such a great job my wife even takes a picture of that chinese snow every time she walks by every year
1: what am i going to do beautiful. with all these pictures i agree oh but it's, it's beautiful uh, the birds are the birds are just a joy and uh, I don't know how, how many species of woodpeckers do we have locally? Because we have so much woodpecker activity in our backyard now that I've never seen before.
5: You know, I could, I could go down that list, but you know, I bet there's there six, six or seven? Right, here yeah. In, yeah, right here in North Texas. And, uh, and it's a matter like you're saying, it's really a matter of training your eye to see. And once you begin to see, uh, then there's a whole new world that opens up and that's true in the physical world. Neil that's true of the spiritual world as well. We just train our eyes to see and we see new things every day. Yeah.
1: If you train yourself to help others, uh, if you train yourself to smile at somebody who doesn't seem to be having a good day and smile until you can get them to smile, it becomes a kind of a neat challenge.
5: Yes sir. Yes
1: sir. It, it makes you feel good. Tommy, I appreciate you. I will God bless you, Neil. We're, we're still trying to figure out how to get to church when I am now no longer broadcasting from home. We'll get there. We're We're going to figure it out. (laughs) Pastor Tommy Brummett, thank you, my friend. That's First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, sharingtheheart.org. Folks, have a great day, a great week. I'll see you on WBAP tomorrow morning, 8 to 10. Happy gardening.